Hi, I'm Ann Prisco, president of Holy Family University, and you're listening to Asked and Answered. Holy Family University Athletics Department is constantly growing and evolving, and we're so lucky to have two Holy Family alums who have returned to their alma mater to spearhead and help shape our athletic department's future. Joining me now is Timothy Hamill, the Director of Athletics at Holy Family, and Bernadette Lukaitis, Head Women's Basketball Coach and Assistant Director of Athletics. She's also the supervisor of the Student Athlete Advisory Committee, also known as SAC. Tim and Bernadette, thank you so much for taking the time to join Asked and Answered. First question I'll have for Tim. Tim is an alumnus and now the Director of Athletics. How have you seen the sports program evolve at Holy Family University over the years? And maybe I should even preface that so that some of our listeners may not be familiar with our program. So maybe just give them a brief you know, background about what does it mean to be a D2 school and have a D2 athletics program. All right. Well, first off, thanks for having me. It's an honor to, to be on the podcast and to talk a little bit about Holy Family and our athletics program. Being a D2 institution, I, we're we're a highly competitive institution. And one of the things that sets us apart is that we are able to offer athletic scholarships to our student athletes. And that helps provide them with the resources they need to attain a great education here at Holy Family, which is what we ultimately strive to be here. We emphasize the student experience first and the athlete part second. So that's what they get when they come here. They get a great experience athletically and in the classroom, and we prepare them for for the world after college. So Things that have changed since I've been a student athlete here, we've had exponential growth, luckily under the the great leadership of Dr. Prisco and our senior leadership team. We've had a lot of support and growth, especially over the last five years. I feel like we've done a lifetime of upgrades in the last three, (laughs) four years and adding programs. Some of the exciting things are we have a brand new turf field, a new weight room, We've created a film room. We've expanded our athletic training room. We've grown our staff. Dr. Prisco has tasked us with growing the sports program. So over the last two years, we've added five additional varsity sports, which were cheerleading, esports, women's bowling, men's baseball, and men's lacrosse. So it's been a very busy time, but luckily we've had the support and resources needed to keep providing that great student athlete experience that we strive to do. Tim, thanks. You know how committed I feel to D2 student athletic programs. And what I really value is that they are, in fact, students first. But we also recognize how important athletics is to these young people and to all of us in this program to say this is an important part of who you are. And we know there's so many dimensions that we learn in athletics about how to be better people. So that's why very much I support these D2 programs. So we'll turn it to Bernadette because we know she uh, left us for a while to actually be in more of a D1 environment. So I'm curious to ask you, Bernadette, what inspired your decision to return to Holy Family as the head women's basketball coach? And now that you're here, we've really expanded your role as well. So First of all, thank you as well, Dr. Presco. It's such a pleasure being here with you and having this great conversation with you and Tim. To be honest with you, I've always had a very huge place in my heart for Holy Family. I feel it truly developed me as a person, as a mother, as a daughter in so many ways. And it just felt right to come back. You know, that passion and pride that both myself and Tim have for this 
university and for this athletic department is kind of what I felt was the biggest pullback for me. As soon as, you know, I was at Penn, I was very happy where I was um, being division one coach as an assistant there. Family always came first. And that's what I really, I felt I developed here at Holy Family was how important family is in my life. So when I had two children that were starting to get older and getting into sports and all the wonderful things that, you know, as a mother, you don't want to miss. I just felt the balance at the division two schools that Holy Family does provide was just the best spot for me at the time in my life. And with the great conversation that I had with Tim and the support I felt I would have from him and his amazing vision. And obviously the, the amazing vision, the university just continues to push out there is just something that has always driven me. So to be able to come back, I just felt very much like it was almost a vocation to come back and give back to a, a university that gave back to me in so many ways. Thank you, because many times I know many of us do think of this as vocation, that there's just something about wanting to be at Holy Family and our mission and values and how that informs everything that we do as colleagues with each other, as well as the way we work with our students. Tim, you've got this role with all these different facets to it. So you've got an entire professional staff that you have to kind of balance along with how many students now? 300. We have about 320-ish student athletes now. And we're good for now, right? I promised you <laughs> at least a year. We're good for now. So how do you think about this in terms of, I mean, I, I know you, we've got Bernadette to help you, but how do you balance this in terms of the pressure that, especially as D2 schools, many of our coaches are part-time. So that places an extra burden, I think, on all the full-time staff to balance the athletes and, and ensure that they are, in fact, doing what they need to do as students and as athletes. Yeah, so I mean, for sure, it's definitely been a, a challenge, especially over the last year. We have an additional 100 student athletes this year compared to last year. But luckily, with our support staff and our full-time staff, I mean, we have great people. You can only put out as good a product as you have the people that are working for the university and buying into the vision that we all share. I am absolutely blessed with our senior leadership team and my entire staff and coaching staff. Everybody truly cares about this place, which is something that you don't find at a lot of D2 institutions. A lot of them happen to be stepping stones or what have you. But I mean, here we have a lot of local people, a lot of graduates that have come back and work here. And a lot of our staff has been here for a lot of years. So they're truly invested into the vision and providing the best student athlete experience for, for all of our student athletes, which I mean, <laughs> I come to work excited every day to work with with our entire staff and collaborate with different offices across campus. Everybody's just so supportive and it's it's a great experience all around here. And Bernadette, how do you help this guy out with all of this? <laughs> yeah, it takes a village for sure, Dr. Prisco. Hats off to all the amazing people in our athletic department, but starting even with, like you said, senior administration, the leadership we get from above, across campus, the different types of groups on campus that also do help out. You know, we really feel like from community service, which I do with SAC, to just all the different things that we do in athletics, it, it takes good, like Tim said, good people that are truly invested and want the best for the student athletes first. And then obviously for each other, we, I th feel like it's always whatever we can do for each other to help each other through a day. And I think when you, you get a chance to come into a place like this every day, it does give you those like, this is the most amazing job ever. And I'm so blessed to be here. So with that, I definitely feel with the coaches, my coaches, all the coaches here, we do have a big job to do. You know, it's not four years, it's 40 years. That's always been our approach on how we 
help these student athletes through their everyday, having the best experience, both academically, athletically, and socially. And I feel like we do find that balance really well here. And it only comes because of the great people we do have. Yeah. And thank you for, for talking about the academic performance, because we all do say that we know how much that's important to the program as well. I met one of our, our young baseball players the other day when we were at the basketball game. Great win on Saturday. He said, you know, I want to concentrate on baseball. I think I'll be a business major because those classes I can handle. And I really want to concentrate on baseball. And I said, that's very good that you really want to concentrate on baseball, but you are a student and we want you to graduate. If business is your calling, then do that, but be open. Maybe something else in the gen ed curriculum speaks to you and that's okay too. It's again, that, that dynamic with our student athletes about the balance that they have between those two you know, and sometimes it's competing just because it's real time, Absolutely. right? It's the amount of time that they want to spend on their sports versus on their academics. We know we have a whole battalion of support <laughs> on the academic side of the house that accompanies all of you to ensure that they are in fact student athletes and will graduate successfully with us with a, with a solid start on whatever career they choose. When you think about sort of the athletics college athletics more generally. So now I'm thinking of you both like do big picture perspective for me. We're D2. There's so much going on in D1. Lots of shifting, all the stuff around name and recognition. And, and you know, it's like all of this stuff. So where are we staying? What's our lane as all of this is going on around us? Yeah, so as you mentioned, I mean, there's a lot of changes and a lot of impacts that are unforeseen with a, a lot of things that are going on right now in college athletics. But luckily for us, being a private D2 institution, we're still able to kind of stay in that path of where we've been headed all along. It affects us slightly, but sorry, the NIL stuff doesn't affect us too much. I think right now we only have four or five student athletes that have those kind of deals. So we're still be able to provide the same student experience that we set out to provide when we first joined the division two model back in 2004. Luckily for us, I mean, our plan still remains the same. Our strategic vision remains the same and we're just trying to provide that experience. And I don't know if Byron wants to, to add anything to that point, but I think we're pretty good with where we're at right now. For sure. And being, you know, experiencing the division one level, you know, I feel balance is the best word for division two. You know, a lot of student athletes, you, you know, you can get very much overwhelmed with all the different things that are changing in, you know, collegiate athletics, but it's, it's our job to keep them grounded and give them the best advice on how to, you know, continue their experience and know the type of opportunities that we do still provide them in so many ways, just as much. I mean, you know, I try to run my program as high level division one level as possible. You know, I feel like the, with, you know, the guidance of Tim and, you know, just the things that we're able to do here, I feel we really strive for excellence in so many different ways. And, and with the NIL, it, they have the opportunity. It's just, you know, finding those different, you know, opportunities for them. A lot of the student athletes choose this level for a reason. It's because of the great balance of the academics and athletics, you know, where the division one level could be a little too much for them, but that's where, you know, we help guide and get the best athletes, you know, good character people that want to come in here and truly believe in this model. And I think it really works for them once they're fully invested, like we are. Yeah, thank you. I mean, the thing that I, I tend to think of, and maybe help me if you think I'm off on this, is 
the way I try to explain it to people is our student athletes have grown up playing athletics and it's part of who they are. And someday, even they may not be playing pro, but they're going to be the coaches in high school. They're going to be your PAL coaches. They're going to be out on the field with your soccer kids when they're playing, right? That that's a passion that they'll carry throughout their life. And hopefully we play a part in that and in modeling how, what is, good coaching mean, right? What does development as an athlete mean in a person's life? Something else we really haven't touched upon much is, but again, concerns me greatly, is even this move towards more gambling around athletic programs at the collegiate level. And some schools actually endorse or make available to the students, and I won't mention any names, but gambling, Sports gambling, and I'm wondering, we haven't really talked about it, but I'm hoping it's not going to creep down to D2. <laughs> the sports gambling is a lucrative business, and that's why it's getting pushed to to help the budgets for a lot of those big schools and their expenditures. But student athletes aren't allowed to gamble on any type of sporting events as it is. And I foresee it staying that way because it becomes quite a predicament if they're able to start gambling or giving insider tips. I mean, you never want to go down that lane. You've seen it sometimes in the professional sports and that's why they've cracked down on it. And hopefully it never comes to the, the college athletics world where they start allowing student athletes to gamble because I don't foresee that ever happening, but it's a lot of pressure on us to continually educate our student athletes so that they're able to continue with their eligibility and luckily, we have a great compliance office here with Abe, who is constantly informing everybody of what they can and can't do. And even with our athletic training staff, I mean, some of the, the performance stuff that they're not allowed to take, something as simple as an energy drink could show up in some of their tests. So we're constantly educating them wow. with all the compliance and guidance of things they can and can't do. And it can be overwhelming at times, but the, the gambling is definitely a scary scary future with the ease of it on the apps with DraftKings and FanDuel and all those sorts of things. You know, and I think for myself, you know, I have a 15 year old son who it's, it's everywhere, right? They see all the, all the commercials, they see all those things and you're just communicating and talking about it and the effects it can have. But the one thing I feel with, on our end, Sister Mary Joan Jacobs, our faculty athletic rep is actually meeting with different teams every year. Well, as a part of her role this year, she's meeting with men and women's basketball teams and she does, she's doing an actual, it's a survey. And to be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure to what level, but of, of this actual specific thing of gambling. She's doing her part, you know, in the communication piece of it and what the NCAA is doing just to continue to educate the student athletes and knowing what they are allowed and not allowed to do, but also, you know, just continuing to have that conversation. So I feel, you know, like I said, it takes a village and sister is definitely one of the best, but, you know, for all of us to just to have the hands on deck in regards to just letting them know what we, what we're here to do to help them through it. Yeah, thank you both. And thanks for the shout out. So Sister Mary Joan Jacobs is our faculty, we call FAR, faculty yeah. athletic representative. And she also happens to teach in our honors programs. And, <laughs> and she is our number one fan outside of you, Dr. Frisco. I, well, thank you. I know when I go to a game, I always have, I can look for her. I know I'll get a seat next to her at a game. So I count on having great conversations with her. She catches me up on all the stuff going on when I see her at the games. Looking forward to a great basketball season ahead of us and lots of other new sports. But, you know, you're both alums. So 
Could you give us a good, tell us a memorable, funny, or some kind of story that sticks with you, either that happened to both of you together, or I mean, there's a lot of history here. So I mean, <laughs> I'm the newer kid on the block. Sam, do you want to go first? I'll let you tackle this one first. I'll see where you go with oh, it. Oh, how generous of you. <laughs> oh. Man, I mean, for me, winning championships are always fun. Definitely have won many of them here as a player, as a through the NAIA, as well as, you know, as a coach here, my first stint as assistant coach. So that's definitely the biggest memories that I have here. You know, obviously of my times with my teammates, both in the locker room, in the vans, and just the opportunities to travel. That's something I definitely like to do. Yeah. When I was here before, we went to Hawaii. We went all different places, and fundraising is a big part of that. Tim gives us great opportunities to fundraise, and so do you, Dr. Prisco, just giving us these great opportunities. Once again, it's all about the experience for our student-athletes, and you know, that's something that, you know, myself and our staff strive to do with our fundraising efforts to give them that experience. So um, we went to Florida last year. That was amazing. Saw Mickey, just all the characters. It was so much fun. But, you know, I guess as a coach for myself, my best experience is our first year, our turnaround, biggest turnaround in program history and getting to the championship. And when we were picked, I think, seventh <laughs> that year. Showed um, <laughs> um, yes unbelievable memories with that group and, you know, have some of those kids that are just continuing, you know, I have girls who I coach that when you talk about the division two model with having people that coach, I have a lot of teammates, a lot of people that I have coached that are now coaching at the collegiate level. So it's been a lot of fun to watch them grow in that way. So many countless memories and so many different angles and directions from my time here. And I'm just truly blessed for all the great experiences I did have. Including your junior boss. <laughs> I, I was just going to touch on how I've been here longer, but she's a little older than me. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little, sir, just a little. Just a little. Tim, do you have one idea? And I do want to talk to you about one more thing before we go. Okay. So two quick things that are my favorite. One of my favorite things is when the alumni come back and they see all the changes we've made and all the growth. I mean, it just absolutely shows that we're moving in the right direction and doing things the right way and bringing them back and welcoming them back as donors and athletic supporters. And then my favorite thing with the current status is I can bring my family here. I bring my kids here who are nine and seven, and they just take to the student athletes and the student athletes take to them. We preach that family environment, but it, it truly is because my daughter begs me to come here and hang out with Coach Burns basketball girls <laughs> because she absolutely loves them. Before, like, I would say two years ago, I used to have to be like, okay, come on, mommy's working tonight. You got to come watch the games with me. But now they're asking me when they get to come back and hang out with the student athletes. So I, I love that experience. It was sweet the other day when I walked into the basketball game, Desiree from our food service, right? From mm -hmm. the dining services was standing there watching the game. I said hello to her and oh, she said, I had to come see how my boys are doing. So <laughs> the idea that even our dining services folks feel that about our students, I think says a lot. Coming up, we've got this like new field house we've been talking about. Tim, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. Why so <laughs> Like I said, we've been fortunate enough to have that turf field out there. And now I feel like the culmination of this project is installing this field house out there that'll have two locker rooms, concessions, bathrooms for the public. I mean, this is going to open up a world of opportunities for us to be able to, to host championships, host local high school tournaments, host the Catholic League championships. It's going to get a lot more people to our campus, expose them to Holy Family University and what we have to offer here. 
And it's a tremendous opportunity for the university as a whole to to really put our our foot in the ground in Northeast Philadelphia and say, hey, like, come on in, like, welcome to our family. This is our facility and we're proud of it. And we, we welcome you to utilize it as well. Thank you. Yeah, we're very, I mean, we know we, we could use it and we know it's reflective of the program, right? None of the growth and the quality of the program. And, and again, the role we play as an anchor institution in Northeast Philly and Bucks County that we want to be that place that people want to go to and have facilities that draw them there. Bernadette, how about you? You looking forward to a good season? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, just came off a great weekend, you know, with a really great win um, on Sunday. So the girls are very excited. We have a, a good game tomorrow. Our first home opener uh, is tomorrow against Stack and and the girls are ready to go. We're definitely um, ready to make some noise, continue to make some noise in the non-conference and definitely can't wait for conference play. We work really hard in, in our off season and the girls are hungry, hungrier than ever and are beyond excited to play on our home forward tomorrow. Yeah, I look forward to seeing. I'm planning to be at the game unless something really interferes. I'll be there. Thank you both. I know I pushed you. We've grown the program and so much to be proud of because we've grown the program, but at the same time, our students can sit, continue to excel. Our student athletes have higher average GPAs, retention and graduation rates. So again, all the things that we consider is an important part of a successful athletic program you're all delivering on because of your leadership. And I do think it's the care thing. I'd like to think we really do have each other's backs around here. And, and I hope our students feel that way too. I think they do. They Thank you both. Do. we say we need to end with a go tigers and let's have continued success in our athletics program thank you both thank Thank you so that's unfortunately all the time we have for today to learn more about the tigers and holy family university please visit holyfamily.edu onward and upward together in faith and family i'm ann prisco and thank you for listening